Welcome to Wholehearted Wednesday. Today we're going to be interviewing Eric and Colette Bobricki. Colette is the co-director of a leadership training program and a gap year program for high school graduates. He's also a meditation instructor and an artist and homeschooled all six of her children. Eric was the co-director of the same leadership training program with Colette. He is a consultant and author, father and husband, and together they've been married for over 30 years and have a very unique approach to their relationship and their marriage. We're excited to have you here and I think you're really going to love this episode. Hi, welcome to Wholehearted Wednesday. My name is Sarah Owen. I'm here with David Young and we are interviewing Colette Berberke and Eric Berberke. Colette and Eric are co-directors of a leadership training program and also a gap year program for young people. Colette has homeschooled all six of her children. She's also a meditation instructor and an artist. Eric is a longtime consultant, father, husband, and an author. And we're just so grateful to be here with you both. Yeah, thank you for being here. Um, Personally, I had the honor of living in your home and being with you on the Gap Year program. And it was such an impactful time of my life. And especially being with you two, um, I noticed myself being really inspired by your relationship and truly feel blessed to interview you today. So thank you. And is there anything else that you'd like uh, our audience to know about you? It's an interesting experience, age and time. So it feels like, I guess it's not quite right, but it feels like being younger, being more new lately. Yeah. And I, I guess for me, just that I'm a, I really am a lifelong learner. So I love to learn and grow and learn new things. And also I have just a passion for family. So that's always, yeah, what I love. Mm, thank you. Yeah. So I'm curious, what does relationship mean to you? Yeah, like what is relationship? Before you dive into yours, what is relationship for you? Hmm. It's interesting because I was pondering that question and it's, I mean, to me, it's just a way of interacting with someone. And just if you're just looking at, if you pick up relationships, it's filled with so much of our own perception, like a relationship with ourselves, relationship with each other, relationship with things. I think that was, that's the first thing that comes to mind. It's, it's a way of interacting with another person, another thing. And the way I see it is it's so much, um, I don't know if colored's the right word, but there's so much of a perception that comes, that's tied into our relationship with ourselves. That's how I see it. I was pondering as a young person, I saw often relationship as being problematic because I I didn't do always too well with it. I didn't have at times a very good relationship with my dad and girlfriend. All that kind of stuff was, I saw relationships as difficult or messy oftentimes. And then you know, I bounce between really pursuing a more spiritual or truth that orientation. And, and I saw that as a young person, that was how it showed up. And then later on, I made a decision of really focusing on my relationships as far as being more important than even say the truth or being what I considered a right way to go or a righteous way to go. And now it's so obvious that relationships are at the very least amusing and they're they're so mirror there's so much this idea this 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 mirror that wherever i look whether it's to her or to my children or somebody that might really irritate me or aggravate me more like very interesting because oh wow why does that person irritate me what's going on and then 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 becomes more of an opportunity so relationships i look at if I'm thinking from a more big sense or a divine sense, it's like, wow, God gives us these multiplicity of faces and mirrors to really see what's going on in ourselves. And it's such a brilliant design, actually, because if you do look, there's just so much stuff that can be seen and then to be dealt with or worked through. So now relationships are often more fun, I guess. Mm-hmm. interesting in that way because I'm, I'm being able to see them. I still get, you know, dragged into some things that really cause me to react and do all these things. But once I can pull back, I can see it. And it's really like, oh, wow, 
there's something, especially when anger shows up, there's something really still there. I'm going, wow, I haven't seen that in a while. That's like really <laughs> Like when someone moves his vitamin D. Yes, yeah, she moved my vitamin D pills. You know, to, yeah, <laughs> I spent all the, you know, I told her a, a lie this morning that I was looking for them for 25 minutes. I've been looking for these for a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, you haven't even been downstairs for more than 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but she knew when she took them that I was going to be upset if I couldn't find something in her. Hmm. So, we, we had fun with that this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Curious, um, how long have you guys? How long have you guys been married? How long is your? How many years do you have on your relationship? We're trying to do the math. <laughs> is it thirty-seven? Thirty-six? Uh, yes. Maybe you guys. Can... Thirty-seven years. Wow! Congratulations. Yeah. Boy, that sounds. Interesting. Sometimes it just seems so yeah. quick. Yeah. It'll be 38 this year. 38 this year. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Did we win something? <laughs> <laughs> you made it! <laughs> I'm curious. Why do you choose to be in a relationship each day? I didn't know I chose, but... So, I, I was going to say, we have no choice now. <laughs> <laughs> we sleep in the same bed. Right, right. No, um, I think for me, I mean, I'd much rather be connected than separate. When, there, when conflicts and things do arise and then there's separateness, there's so much, it's so uncomfortable and there's so much yeah tension and and with uh in relationship and being connected it's just provides just uh yeah so much more joy and and fun and lightheartedness so i would choose you know to be in relationship or not every time that's <laughs> mm. interesting and I, I i i i guess i don't see myself choosing i you could call it that I, I don't see it that way. I, I don't know why I'm having challenge with choosing, the idea of choosing, but I, I guess it might be similar to like, you know, saying yes to life. When you say saying yes to life, what do you mean? Well, it, it, in many ways, it's, it's, it is very much tied to that understanding of who, who you really are. Once you have explored that and felt the depth of who you are or the essence of who you are, there is no choice about life. There's no choice about love. You are love. You just love. Mm. There's not a thinking going on there. There's a being aspect of it. And the more that my being that love or being what I essentially is, it's it's just like life life is, and it's extraordinary. And there's there's all me. It's just so open. There's just so much, and possibility is everywhere. So that being that way and being connected to that, there's this concept called choiceless love. And when love is so, I'm so connected to that as essential part of myself. There's no thinking going. It's just being just, there's no choice. So when I'm really good, I would say, and I'm not always that way, but when I'm really good, my wife is a delight. It's just like, whoa, it's just a real powerful form. It's like a, a, another son in my world because there's just so much life in her and mm. all that's spinning around her. Is, it's, it's like, it's always moving. It's exciting. She's her commitment when she says she's committed to family, most people when they're around her, Sarah, you know that, that, that that's, that's, that's who she is. Her level of connectedness to her, her brothers, sisters, her mom, everybody who's around is consistent and constant. So she's like a stun in that regard. She's always interested in, 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 in some way seeing what's going on over here, over here, over here. 
And in that way, it's just always delightful to be around her because she knows what's going on. But there's always this sense of she's excited about it. She's mm-hmm. interested. She, and that to me, and I see myself because I could get so like, okay, everybody's fine. I can go be a monk on a hill someplace. Whereas, you know, she can be that monk in that sense too, but she also has to know, you know, be connected with everybody else. And that has really been such a delight for me because mm-hmm. I'm automatically then connected to everybody. Mm-hmm. And that to me is rich. So I, it's not like I choose her every day, but it's like I'm more delighted that I can be around her. Mm-hmm. She hasn't kicked me out of bed yet. That I'm, you know, I'm still the guy for her. And that's like, <laughs> oh, it's not like I earned it either. So it's like you know, <laughs> a certain amount of grace going on here. So that's really <laughs> What's it like to hear that, Colette? Yeah, it's, I mean, I, it's interesting. It's good to, it's good. It's good to hear it and to be present to it. And I, I think what's coming to mind right at this moment is not that, you know, how, especially at this time, because we're in the middle of this virus and we're all at home and I'm very aware that we're very fortunate, like that we, that so for having, you know, for having Eric in in my life, that we have each other, I think I'm just feel, feel gratitude. I think gratitude and maybe some element of grace or something like that. So, and I think it's good to, yeah, remind each other more of that, that we, who we are for each other. Yeah. Cause Eric as well, I, I feel like I'm, I'm so fortunate to have him and it's easy just to forget that. I think to take it for granted, we get up every day, we do what we're doing and da, 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 da. but yeah. So yeah, so thank you. Well, that must be a bonus for us, right? We get to do an interview with you guys and we get blessed. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. What are some of the things that have made the biggest difference for you personally? Hey, you didn't, I didn't tell me you were taking notes. <laughs> yeah, Peter. I was just trying to. Well, one thing that has been consistent for me and for her is. You know, the ultimate mirror, if you were to say it, the ultimate mirror is, you know, when you, you know, kind of naked in yourself before God and the willingness to, you know, go to that ultimate mirror and and be that way. So we've had lots of things that have disturbed our peace and things that I've been really upset about and what she's been upset about and going back. and, And I remember the sense of it is that I took a lot longer to come back to a sense of really being connected. Uh, I remember the younger version of myself was definitely more used to or stubborn about you know coming back and, and being, you know, feeling like really connected and related to her. Hmm. What is the ultimate mirror? When you say ultimate mirror, what is it that you're referring to? Well, when you're going and, and you're, you know, we used to call it, art, you're, you're in a sense, your closeted space or your private space where you're mm-hmm. talking to God or talking with your deeper form of yourself. Uh, and getting real, you know, what you can, whether you remove the sense of God or that sense of just, just being really real as far as looking at, you know, what, who you're being, what you've said how you show up, why you're still upset, mad, all that kind of stuff. And both of us have been consistent in that, going to that closeted space or going to that more private place and, you know, looking and assessing. And I know a lot of people can, you know, you can work out stuff as you talk about it and you deal with it. And that, of course, is very useful and helpful. But both of of us have been willing to go and, and really check that ultimate mirror and hmm. times can reduce whatever that energy is. And then the ability to then converse and hmm. have something settled or be clear, whatever happens. And I, I just see us doing it quicker, hmm. just a lot quicker. I remember the whole scripture about never letting the sun go down in your anger. And I, I always thought of that as being, of course, really brilliant simply because you get used to being angry. 
I saw myself being angry a lot, almost like that's, you know, part of my persona just that way. And, and, and getting that, well, I don't really want to, when I come down to it, I don't really want to be that way. I don't want to hold anything or harbor anything against her at all, like ever. And I certainly don't want to do it with my children. And I seen, because I seen the difference with that, but you know, that ultimate sense of that mirror, we both always had that, both of us. And I think that that has, of all things, that's probably, to me, the most vital. And I think also what has helped our relationship actually be now what it is, which I consider the best I've ever felt toward a woman, toward anyone, is now. And there were times in our relationship where, you know, we were, we were both at least more than a step outside the door, you know, that reactive and that strong. I think that has helped uh, quite a bit. And how then it's like we, we, we can get to that, because that, of that ultimate mirror, I think we can get closer to a neutral place. And then the ability then to work out whatever needs to be worked out, talk through or whatever is is there and and now it occurs is so much quicker even like this morning with the vitamin d I, I remember how righteous i was coming up and and my sense was that she did know where that damn bottle was and it was food and coming to us it's so funny so she's talking and by the time the end of her talking about it it was also so funny it was like ridiculously you know silly this kind of thing mm. And I go, oh my goodness. So there's still stuff there and whatever that is, but the ability then to see it for what it is quicker. Mm. It's interesting because normally when people think about relationship skills, they have to do with the interaction between two people. And it sounds like what you're saying is the biggest thing that's made a difference is what you do personally for yourself as an individual before you interact. You definitely feel that way too. I mean, I maybe language in it. That's exactly what I wrote. I realized when I was looking, looking at this before, um, that I think that is what's made the biggest difference is I know for myself, my own commitment to my own growth and investment in that and, um, like, commitment in the ideals that I've had around relationship and around love and relationship, that it's almost has been this commitment that it has to really, it has to be real, I guess, and authentic. What do you mean by that? I mean, it's like, I can't be in a relationship and pretend that it's good if it's not, or putting an image up. I mean, we've done that. I mean, I can remember back when our kids were little, oh my gosh, in, in our community, people just had this view that we were yeah. this model ideal, you know, little family with all these little blondie, whatever, toe heads and cute children, you know, look at us. And it was like, we literally, I felt like people had this view of us. Yeah. And I can remember feeling that, yeah, like you say, really new. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, committed that it, that it could be real and that, so it was really, I think, about my own um, commitment to be able to expand, you know, my capacity to love and my capacity to be acceptance and, and then doing that together because we have done a lot of courses too. I mean, we've done personal growth courses. We've done a ton of marriage courses where we do dialogue. So I can't say that that, that all hasn't helped over the years to learning the skills and how to communicate you know little basic things like not starting with you do this and you do that but I really feel that this or I felt that way you know like all the little skills and the things that we've learned over the years it's interesting because I think that that's all played a part but I would have to say the biggest thing is really our commitment to our own growth and, and I think for me too maybe it has to do with having a faith and and it could you could say it's a faith in God for sure. I mean, I, I have that, and that's been very um, influential in my life, uh, in my personal life. But it's also just having a faith in something bigger, like a bigger love or a greater purpose. Something 
it's having a faith and a belief in something bigger than ourselves or having this sense that if we can actually work things out here, it's actually making a difference in the world. And I think we've lived our life mm. like that too. Mm-hmm. What difference do you feel it makes in the world? Yeah, the, the most translatable one that, that I see the hardest hitting in the sense of response to our, our, our marriage is our children and what level of interest that they have in creating a couple or a successful couple. And we've already gone through the machinations of where it hasn't worked out and, and each of our kids have had clear stumbling in that as well as us. And to be that sense of no matter what does happen for them, they can trust the sense of that love. And whatever happens with it, that they can trust us as also being there. So the the sense is how do you create for us a, a real big interest was to create world peace through our couple. And obviously that's gigantic and so huge the idea of that but do you generate that and and there's this sense that both of us come upon is that that if both of us have this peaceful core this deeper reflective core of what is so we both have this faith or this trust that what is is god's hand there's this sense of the divine there's a sense of this love that is the most permanent and the most powerful element. So we trust that, we have that sense of that, and then that that can be cultivated. So we want to reflect that. For me, one of the funny things was is that for more than 20 years, maybe 25 years, I've been working on a marriage seminar, and I've picked it up, I don't know, countless times, only to be thwarted by something that wasn't working with us, and so it came back to me like, well, how the heck can you get in front of people and you can't even figure this out? And you're going to be a marriage with, the, you know, the, the arrogance of the whole thing. And that's mm-hmm. clearly what has followed me all my life is this sense of arrogance that I know. But when it doesn't really work and it hadn't been working, I, I dropped that thing at least a dozen times where I picked it up. Oh, yeah. And then, bam, then worded. So what I want to offer through our couple is, yeah, that does, that's, that's so, that, that, there, that there's lots of things that thwart or seemingly thwart it. But there is an absolute trust that love prevails. How does a love prove it? And, 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 and for, so far, it's been really clear that we've had this home and this opportunity with six kids, and now, you know, many of them that have their spouses, and we have this expansion of that going on. But we are that core for them. And there's something that I think that is reflected in some of their expression to us, how valuable that is to them. And so, you know, the generation of that and having that actually manifests itself in how they are with each other as as couples. And that to me is, uh, there's a deep source of yes in that. There's a deep source of pride. There's a deep source. I, I mean, pride doesn't even completely connect to it but there's a sense of if there's something that we have done that's of worthwhile of real great worth in the world it's that and that and then to have that be more real it's her her thing has always been it has to be real and that that's what really has like slapped me in the face so many times because if i wasn't really being that for her really being her guy and being a loving presence for her then i oh bam so then it goes back to the ultimate one, which is, are you really being who you truly are? And to me, both of us are so committed to that. And the essence of that really is that God or that center, God sense in us and having that expressed. And, it, and, and, it, and it, I, I want to convey to people that, that that's doable. Mm. It's very, it's doable and it's worthwhile. Yeah, if I could just add to that too. I, it's interesting because I feel it, we've 
it's things have morphed so much and shifted over the years. I think more now it's really about like as far as making the difference in the world, it's really about awareness and expanded awareness and also giving up some of the ideals or what the relationship is supposed to look like. Mm. I think that's huge. There's just so many different ways to have and to be in relationship. And so I think for me, it's like even maybe even being able to be with the anger and the upset that's shifted hugely. Like before it'd be like, Oh gosh. And also I I feel like I, I think I've been, the one who is responsible for everyone's happiness. <laughs> I live. So, you know. <laughs> that was but, a hard give up for her. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really gave that up. Like, I'm not responsible. So if he's unhappy, that's really okay. It's interesting, you know. Mm, how did that change things for you? There's just so many things different ways to have and to be in relationship and it allows me to be in a space of openness maybe and love no matter what's going on Mm -hmm. Um, it's not getting thwarted by I mean it's not that this doesn't show up because I'm certainly I don't know this stuff still shows up I can get triggered if he's if if anger shows up I can get triggered of course, but it, it occurs and it's almost like just, it's just something that passes. It's like, I don't get stuck with that. Oh, that's how he is. And oh, he's showing up like this way again. And oh, I'm never going to measure up. And oh my God, you know, all of that. It occurs that a lot of that has just dissipated. That's why I just am so committed to this sense of our own expanded awareness and what we can do to grow and expand ourselves because then we can connect at a deeper level. It's something that's underneath all the ways, the different ways that we show up. It's, it's almost like that. The child, when the child shows up, that's how I see it. Because I definitely, the whiny, fearful child shows up in me and maybe in in you too. I don't know how how you describe it, but it's, it's to be able to not be so attached to those ways of being that show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like it was really huge to let go of the idea that well, you're respons- when someone's not happy, then you're responsible to make them happy. And yeah. I'm curious, are there other beliefs that you had about yourself or about relationship that you also let go of? Uh, like that you had to be a certain way or things, or things had to be a certain way? Or that you could never be like this or like that? Maybe the ultimate giver. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Could you say more about that? Like the ultimate giver? Well, I just had a huge shift even in this last year of of receiving, being able to receive. And I just discovered that. I I think I had a belief that I needed to always be serving and giving and serving and serving and serving and serving. But it was, it was, and I was, I mean, and it's not just, I mean, I love that. I mean, I love people who give and who serve and I, yes. So I love that. And I know it is, it is definitely important in a relationship to give and to serve and to take care of each other. For me, I, I think I just got to a place of being drained. It it wasn't coming. What I discovered was that if I could allow myself to receive, even receiving Eric's love, that was huge. Like receiving his love and just receiving in this place of receiving God's love or divine love or wisdom or I don't know, just receive that it was out of that that the giving started to come naturally. So I almost feel like I had it, I had a belief that it was in the giving and the serving that you receive. And that's something we hear, we hear it all the time. And I don't want to say that that's not accurate or anything, but I think for me, it was just, I don't think that I allowed myself to receive the way I am now. And I'm much better at just, Okay, I'm going for a walk now. Like, I'm better at knowing what I need, I think. 
know, I realized that being in nature is so important for me and I need to get out of the house or I need time alone. And it's somehow being able to voice those things and say that. And then it's by allowing myself to receive like that. It's just been in a different place, different space of giving and being able to be with whatever's happening. Yeah, that's what shows up. Mm. Mm. My reflection on her, well, it's been almost a year now since she did your 10 day, almost Mm. a year coming up. She did a 10 day silent retreat. And the occurrence for me, my description of it would be a soften. And her receiving and her ability to receive now, yeah, it's like a softening. There's, there's not as much hardness around it, like the way things have to be this way. And even still, you know, sometimes it, it shows up it's kind of like an automatic thing. But it almost occurs as funny now. <laughs> or too, but I couldn't laugh. Now we can laugh about it or I can laugh about it and it's not. So that, that, that sense of that, whatever that is, that pierces us in such a way as that we know that we know that everything really is love or lovely. Her coming back was that it occurred like she knows something and I really want to know. My level of curiosity was it's like an intrigue. It was so palpable, so clear in her. It's almost like you immediately, oh, I want that. I want what you have. And that's how simple, maybe even natural. I don't even know the words aren't completely capturing it, but and it was beautiful. Ultimately, it was beautiful. And then the sense for her, for me now, is to see her tap into that or be that or generate that more at will. And that's, to me, something that I would love to share with everybody. Mm. Mm. Sounds like you guys have both watched each other change on your own personal journeys. And it's interesting because usually when you, you marry somebody, you, you like the way they are and you, and you don't want them to change. It sounds like you mentioned curiosity and that you really value your own personal journeys. And I'm curious what it's been like to watch well, watch each other change. Yeah, it's amazing. I guess just stop and look back on how we have changed. We think about you know how we raised our children in the beginning and where we are now a little bit different. And <laughs> I had to let go of a lot. But it's beautiful because I think, I mean, when I look at you too, there's just this there's a more of an acceptance of life as it is and maybe an appreciation for, for moments. And, um, and that's, that's huge too. Like he, he said about the ability to laugh when it's not, I mean, that's been tough, right? If, if one of us is in a fun or something like that happened the other day and you were, he was trying to make a joke. And I was like, don't laugh. I was so, I was not in it at all. So it's always a sign, right? If we can laugh at whatever's going on or even quickly after that. I know what it is. Yeah. So even in that moment of life, oh, I know what it was. Oh, this is funny. Okay, now I can laugh. Yeah, because I was cleaning all day. And I was, I was in a mode that I wanted to get to clean. And a lot of times he's, Eric has a tendency to have piles and clutter and stuff around. And then he doesn't want me to touch his stuff. So I wanted to clean his bathroom sink because it had, you know, it was just all his stuff. So I asked him, can I clean it? And at first he said to wait, I think. Anyway, I, cle- I cleaned our whole bathroom. I spent the whole day cleaning the house. And so I cleaned his side of the bathroom and the sink and everything else. And then he came up at some point, we were going to bed. And, oh, that's the same thing. He couldn't find his pills. Or I did something with his pills. It's funny. It's kind of similar to the vitamin D story that happened yesterday, but I moved something and he couldn't find it. And so his first reaction of going into this beautiful clean bathroom, from my opinion, what did you do with my pills? <laughs> I didn't and I, you was, clean. I was in a mood that I wanted to get clean. And a lot of times he's Eric has attended, and I just already, you know, I've just been doing it all day and kind of a little bit like doing it and happy to do it, but at the same time, it's like, why am I doing the one doing all this? Anyway, and so we're in bed, and I was just grumpy, and he could feel it, and then I finally said, he asked, so what's going on? And then I said, well, I just, you know, kind of got hurt that I didn't have, didn't get appreciated, or 
cleaning. I have like no acknowledgement or whatever. Clean. And then he started laughing and he says, isn't that <laughs> This is the problem with awareness when you're in a high state of awareness because you can see the ridiculousness of it also. <laughs> I need to be acknowledged. So he made some comment like that, like, oh, you did something for me. And then I need to, you know, acknowledge or appreciate you for that. And he's laughing. And then I could not take it. I was like, this serious. And then he says, can't you see the humor in that? And I said, no. (laughs) 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 We went to sleep and then. It was fine the next day, but it's just because I can, we both can see it eventually. I mean, yeah, we need to acknowledge and appreciate each other. I don't even know where I was going with all that. Sorry, I lost track of the point, but like all that stuff shows up, but I think it's just the, the quickness and the, the, the ability to see our, see it, see the thing and, oh, and laugh. That's what's the point. Be able to laugh at it. So in that moment, I couldn't laugh at it, but I can laugh at it now. So that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. To laugh at our stuff and the upsets and the things that we, you know, get stuck with is good. Mm. That was my point. Mm. Yeah, and I know meditation is a large part of both of your lives. What would you say that the difference that has made in your relationship over the years? Huge one for me. I think it's the, the it is, it's just, again, going back to the same thing, expanded my own connection with my sense of self and who I am and um, being in my being in my own center I've, I've heard the term lately I'm not a big you know I don't I don't like study Buddhism or whatever but there's a term about being in your being the one being in your seat familiar with that yeah so it occurs like that it's just provided me just a sense of ease and peace and it and it spills so when I'm in my sitting meditation, so the sitting meditation for me is like a practice. It's a practice to develop. It's just like a practice if you're practicing a musical instrument, right? You have to go practice it to learn it. So I consider a met sitting this practice of sitting meditation is a practice to learn how to be aware and in life. So that's what it's provided me. It's just mm-hmm. the, the calmness and the state, the peace that I'm able to attain when I'm medit- in meditation, like this connection with divine wisdom and this center. It just, it spills over into life and how I am with whatever shows up. So I think that's given me a lot more confidence in myself, less drama <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm maybe more acceptance of the way things are, not such a need to change or to fix things, but just realizing that it's all a part of life and it may be accepting life as it is. Those are some pretty huge things you're like dropping there. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're more playful probably. It's been huge. I mean, that it has been a huge benefit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for heard years ago, and I'm not even sure who first mentioned this, about not taking yourself too seriously. I always thought of that as being so brilliant, and I so often found myself taking myself way too seriously. So this whole sense, of, you know, what is that? Or who is that? He recently came back, back uh, a quote from Pascal, Blaise Pascal, who, you know, was one of the guys that I somewhat followed before, but he... he he basically spoke that all of our human condition, and he was pointing to how we really haven't figured out how to be with each other well, or all the suffering in the world is so, for him, it was easily related to the inability to sit quiet in a room by yourself. He said he saw that the context of our strife and our difficulty and our suffering in the world was directly related because we don't have this ability to be with ourselves as we are. And so meditation had, you know, I started my practice when I was very young, uh, was able to see that there was many manifestations of who I thought I was. In my meditation, I was able to see a lot of that. And, and then being able to just see thought as thought, that it wasn't my thought or something that I generated, but it was just thoughts 
and then to know that feelings are just feelings also, that they just come, they can go. Just the ability to be able to see that and know that. And then as a young person, I, I looked forward to my time of being quiet by myself. Mm. And that was such a useful base for so much in my life because when I looked at myself in a harsh way, when I saw myself in a harsh way, I saw this very arrogant, know-it-all type of guy who was so certain, so fixed in many ways. And then, I don't know if that was being dismantled, but being able to be with that and see that. And, and I'm even now appreciating that arrogant guy or what that arrogant guy got me into in life, you know, which was just to see that, to know that, that that was great. But to then have people reflect and, and say some of the things that I had said to them and go, oh, really? You know, and hearing some things, not that they were terrible or awful, but I, it was just like, I don't think I'd ever say those things right now. But meditation did allow for me to see myself, and then as the years passed, also to see and be a lot kinder toward myself, being that other arrogant part and being, being kind toward that mm. version of myself as well. And knowing all of that as just maybe roles or character I was playing at the time and seeing that. What for both of us, what has seemed to resound is this sense of gratitude, this, this, this profound sense of thank you that we got to be here and be in life and be together. When we look at the idea, when even I hear it from you, six kids, and I go, wow, we got six kids? <laughs> really? You know, and that, that's, I don't know, it just feels like a little bit like amazed by that. I'm amazed by that. And it's like, okay, wow. And that happened. And so much of life that has occurred for us has happened. And it's like, wow. And the profound sense of, wow, I'm just grateful. And more and more I know that. And science now has corroborated so clearly. There's so many who have corroborated that that place and that occurrence of feeling gratitude and whether it's the serotonin that's coming up and the sense of connection and whatever we want to say biochemically, it's just awesome. It's, a, it's an awesome place to hang out. And the more that we sense, we can seemingly more readily hang out in that place of gratitude. I want to give that to everybody. I want to share that with people. I want to have that, that that's accessible. And, you know, from when I was a young guy, it was more like I wanted people to know God. And my expression of that was, you know, whatever I was handed to at the time. And I was I was peddling that, you know, I was, you know, as a young Catholic, I was, you know, born again and all this kind of stuff. And I was peddling all of that. And, and that was very important to me because there was something that was very vital that I, my expression of that and who I was being was certainly not complete. It was more cerebral or more mental or more righteous in that. And a lot of times it just didn't come through. But now the sense of it is, is that it's more like, I want to show that it's not that hard to access that. And there's not, and, and both of us are in some way dropping a lot of the study in the books and the more, she, she really would rather just meditate more frequently. <laughs> and I think that's yes. And even when she takes her walks, it's clearly meditative. It's very, very powerful. I can exercise and for me that's meditation also. All of that and like all of life is that, you know, and it's not that hard. I want to remove a lot of the sense of you don't have to do, you know, 21 steps to 12 steps to whatever steps. All those are great. And I'm, I'm still saying that they're, they're fine. And you can actually access it more simply and quickly. To me, if I wanted to do anything, that's what we would share with people. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Bit of a lighter question as we're getting to the end. Question is, um, if your partner was sleeping, and you could whisper something in their ear that would stay with them the entirety of the, the next day, what would it be? I didn't know that before. I was like, oh my God. I was looking and looking and looking. But I just, I just heard it now. So I would say, okay. are you ready to listen? Or should I hear go something funny or should I go something? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What would it be? You are 
until I... Did you hear that? You are a delight. Yes. <sighs> she, and she, this is actually her good ear. On her other side, if I said that, she might not hear it. <laughs> I would say that I believe in you and trust you. And also, I think something that comes to mind is that everything, if I was going to say it, you know, you could believe it, like everything that you need or that you want, or it's like you already have, it's already there. You have everything you need or you have. Mm. Now that you, uh, you asked us these, some other questions that you didn't ask, now I'm wanting to share them like, the food that my <laughs> well, what food do you think? What food I, yeah, I never completed that. I know. <laughs> she tantalized me, but then she didn't say. Because <laughs> I was thinking it would be a rare steak, like mm. because it's really tough and you know, kind of tough on the outside, and you know, like strong and tough on the inside. But then when you bite into it, it's like soft and juicy and really delicious on the inside <laughs> oh that's really good that's great i guess mine's a little more cute i was thinking of these peanut butter chocolate chip cookies with the dark chocolate chips inside yeah, of them i love those yeah because i know she really loves peanut butter so, so do i but i wanted something that had a little more substance than just you know a chocolate chip cookie because you put peanut butter with it it's got a more, um, especially with a glass of milk. So it'd have to be with a glass of milk too. So plus one of those really wonderful, you know, you bite into a really nice, freshly made peanut butter chocolate chip cookie. Even now my mouth's falling. <laughs> so that, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. That's great. Hmm. So if Eric was a food, you'd be a, a rare steak, tough on the outside, but delicious and soft on the inside. And Clint, you'd be a chocolate, peanut butter chocolate chip cookie with a glass of milk. <laughs> Final question. In a sentence, what does being wholehearted mean to you? I think what it shows up is that the that idea of being open, wholehearted is the ready like i'm always in a ready open position I'm really interested and it's not anything other than i'm really interested or that interest is also curious and there's this sense of wow excited that wow i'm with somebody and mm. i i notice that that is more with her but also like with having the kids here now because of this thing that is going on like listening to Yuri really talk about what's going on for him with going into OCS and, and, and dealing with that and then Eddie and all these little little things, you know, because they just got their little puppy and their dog and being interested in how Clara was talking about what her puppy was doing this morning. And I and I get that that's one, I enjoy myself being that way, you know, being that sense. But it, what if I were to describe it, it's like open like you're open for like ready open i'm ready i'm being open and then that whole thing that occurs after that is i don't know there's just so much more fun in my life because of that it's just everything is more like oh lively even the more challenging things that we've just been through to receive that completely it's not what i would readily go to because the amount of visible sadness and pain, the sense even of the horror of that, and that it's not something I would really, but to be open also that way, and to have that, and both of us felt this gratitude that the Connect family would have us be so involved and invested and connected to all of it. I don't relish the whole thing and having that for anybody to experience it. But when I look back on it, I see it as being so 
this is just I'm filled with gratitude lately, which I think when I'm truly open that way wholehearted, that's how I, if I were to choose it, I would always like to show up that way, that particular way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah uh, for me, it's very similar. I think it's like wholehearted, it's being open-hearted, but heart is, to me, it's like, it's like connect, it's the essence or the source of everything and of all life. And so it's like living and breathing from this place of heart that is, that connects us all and that allows for acceptance of what is and being present and being in the moment and it's breathing. Sometimes I get this feeling or a sense of breathing, but my heart is breathing. It's like it's like that. So I think living life from that place is very beautiful and that's what I think of when I think of wholehearted. Mm, thank you. Mm, thank you. Now I want to acknowledge you both. You both have had such an impact in my life and I'm so grateful to you and I'm so grateful for you to, to be here and to share your life and your experience with others. Yeah, I'm so grateful that we all get to experience this life together. And I'm really grateful to know you. Yeah, thank you for being you. And thank you for sharing. Thank you for asking us. It's been great for me. Yeah, it is. It's really an honor and a privilege just to share. And if our life through all of its ups and downs and everything and all of it, but if it has, can help or support or inspire or give hope or anything to people it's just such an honor that that we are in that place to do that it just occurs as a gift and a privilege and an honor so thank you Mm, absolutely yeah Yeah, thank you yeah thank you We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to get more information about Eric and Colette, feel free to leave a comment down below in the show notes. Also, please check out our Meditation Mondays and 4-Minute Fridays. Hope you're doing well and have a wholehearted week. Bye.